Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and all my good friends. Welcome to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. So today we are going to talk about um, working with your team. So the reason why I am, we're talking about this topic is because sometimes we don't know who our team is. We might not put people in the proper place or in their proper position. And then there are other times when people are in position, they can work multiple positions because they have multiple abilities and capabilities. Now, I do believe that we all have different talents. We have those talents um, that were just God-given, that we don't have to work hard. It just comes natural. Um, We have abilities and we have capabilities. We also have experience. And then there's things that we learned. Those are all different things that go fall under different categories. Because it's possible that there is a businessman who is all business. They do accounting. They wear their um, business suits and they carry their briefcase and they work their nine to five and they're adding numbers with their calculators and they're straight business and barely smile. But then that same guy could be very creative and perhaps he's writing plays on the side and that's how he gets his creativity out. You should never judge a book by the by the cover because you don't know. Look at the cover, but also open up the pages and start reading them. And don't just skim through because sometimes some of us get information by skimming. We may not want to read the entire article, but there are some times when you have to eat the whole roll. <laughs> I know my Bible scholars understand that, but if you don't, don't worry about it. It's okay. So to that effect, when you're choosing your team, allow each person to play their position. Sometimes the positions could be interchangeable, but be careful when you do that and make sure that there is clear communication, not just communication, clear communication. Clear communication leaves the person able to um, conduct themselves or execute the plan without questions or without any gray areas. They know exactly what to do. They know the result that they want and they know how to get there. So let's just be very careful and and mindful. A lot of people like to use that word mindful. It's really good. Be mindful of how you treat your team. Because if I am on your team, I am okay to play whatever position I need to play. And if it's a need or there's a skill level that I do not possess, I'll let you know that is I don't have the capacity to do that or I'm not a part of that committee. I can't work that part. But I am a person who will sacrifice for the good of the team. If this is the assignment, this is what we need to get done. All right. That's not exactly what I had Um, in mind it wasn't my plan or I didn't sign up for that part but I'll do it but I do like to 
feel appreciated. Everyone has a different love language. Some people like to be affirmed. Some people you just need to pay them. You don't have to tell them if it was good, bad, they're indifferent. They just want their money. And then there's other people who will do things for you and you don't necessarily have to pay them. But you at least need to acknowledge them and um, appreciate them. Otherwise, you may have a hard time getting that out of them again. So when you're working on a team, that means that you're all together. You don't look at someone differently and, you know, word to the wise. The weakest link, that's the one that you need to build up. You need to protect. You need to cover because you're as strong as your weakest link. You may disagree, but that's your opinion. Like I said, we could talk about it. We could talk about it um, in a mature way where we can agree to disagree. We could debate whatever you need to do. We can do that. We could discuss it um, because that's what, what it's about. Um, you don't have to agree with everything that I say and I don't have to agree with everything you say. But we can have an adult conversation where you can, can provide your point of view and I can provide my point of view. And then we can go and eat lunch together after that. No hard feelings. That's the type of person I am. So we just have to be careful um, in how we treat our team because sometimes in certain communities, sometimes you'll find teammates or team members fighting amongst each other. And when it happens, I think that it kills the whole mission and vision. You're no longer, you have just broken up the team for what reason? Most of the time it's because you're focusing on yourself and you have gotten inside yourself the enemy has got in the you in the me in the me the enemy is inside of you because now you have seen past the point and you have overlooked the fact that this person is a part of your team which means you should be working together now and whenever the team turns on one another that's the beginning of the downfall or the end so for a successful situation, there needs to be clear communication. You need to have um, focus. You need to be selfless. If you are going to be goal-oriented, be that. Be that. Be goal-oriented. It's not about your feelings all the time. Sometimes it is, but when it's a team effort, it is not about one person, how they feel, if they're comfortable. Play to your strengths. And if something is your weakness, politely excuse yourself and allow someone else who is strong in that area to take over. And all that takes is communication. Communication. But not just communication clear communication and please be mindful be careful of the delivery because if you say something with an ugly tone or undertone that will be perceived and it will be taken in and things will get um it could get distorted it could get misunderstood um a lot can come from that and if you think you can't do it, because that is a skill you must master. And if you don't have that ability, 
you need to take a break, take a time out until you can and allow someone else to do it. I really respect the way I've seen a couple of people handle um, some serious, some situations in a great way. And one of the Pay sisters, I love how she handled Tamar Braxton. She put her in a place without getting out of character. I like how Michael Jackson corrected some of his musicians. He corrected it in love. I like how Vivica Fox told um, her designer, who really she should have just fired her on the spot because she had a terrible attitude, but she handled it so professionally and so humbly and so diplomatically. Um, there's another... Um, I, I, I'm not going to just you know keep naming off people, but... But there's certain people that handle those type of situations well. Now, there's a person that I lost some respect for because they all, you know, they're great and they get at starting businesses, but the attitude and the ego is too much. And that was Candy Burris. The way she went off on her, um, her employees was not cool. And it definitely made me lose a lot of respect for her. So... I don't necessarily to the point where I was a supporter and now I'm not because the way you treat the person that you think is the least of you, it shows a lot about your character or lack thereof. So just be very careful of the way that you treat someone because the Bible does tell us that we could be entertaining angels unaware and you don't know if you are or not. The other part of that one is that you have to be careful because if you touch some someone who is an anointed vessel the wrong way um then you will be subject to the consequences of that behavior may not be today it may not be tomorrow it may not be in the same way but it's coming because god is a defender of his friends so be very very careful of decisions that you make because yes you plant the seed and you can try to water it, but it's only God who gives the increase. He doesn't have to increase you all the time. He doesn't. You can keep planting seeds, planting seeds, keep watering them and wonder why they aren't growing. Well, you need to make it right. You have done something to someone. You've offended them. You've hurt them. You've disrespected them. Something and you planted a seed. And so your harvest is stagnated, stuck, and it will not flourish because you need to make it right we're not perfect but do your best to do right by people and the increase will come so thank you so much for listening i hope that you learned some things um and i hope that you have fun today so um i will speak to you on the next time i'm sending you um, cyber hugs and virtual kisses or cyber kisses and virtual hugs but I don't know but thank you so much for tuning in with, on Saturdays with Sean and make sure that you are blessed today be blessed be blessed be blessed and as you get your blessings bless someone else so be blessed to be a blessing see you next time on Saturdays with Sean Oh, and welcome to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. I have a question for you. Have you ever f found yourself in a position where someone challenged your calm? <laughs> yes, your calm. 
What I mean by that is, have you ever been in a situation where someone was disrespectful to you and you were met with the challenge of either staying calm, but if you stayed calm, that means that you had to incur or receive their abuse and their bad attitude or confront them and then you find yourself in a verbal altercation. Sounds like a sticky situation, doesn't it? Well, here's the thing. No one has a right to put you in that type of position. If they're going to be so disrespectful and they so they devalue you and devalue themselves because remember when people disrespect another person, there's something lacking in them. It's not about you and your character. Um, just because you're calm and you're not the person who um, meets them where they are, retaliates or um, claps back, at, as they say, it doesn't mean that there's something inside of you. When someone chooses because they make the choice to be disrespectful, they make the choice to be dishonoring, they make the choice to be unloving, they make the choice to be unkind. Don't you take on the responsibility of having to stay, you know, I know Michelle Obama tell us when they go low, we should go high, but not necessarily. What if you just leave? You don't have to stick around for that. I learned that for myself. If it's not in your character to yell back or get into confrontations, verbal altercations with people, don't step out of who you are. Handle it the way your character says you should be who you are so I am not willing to stoop low or change who I am because you are disrespectful and you are not at peace I'm not willing to do that and I'm not telling you what to do but what I will say is when someone challenges you and pulls you out of your character it does take something away from you. So if you find yourself in a situation where someone is being disrespectful and dishonoring, you have a choice also. Remember that you don't have to take that from them, nor do you have to engage. There's a better choice. If you are that person that can stand up and you can confront them or get louder, hey, handle your business. Not telling you not to do it because if they didn't want it, they shouldn't have came with it. That's just how I feel about it. My family told me if somebody start a fight, you go ahead and finish it. And believe you me, they made sure that I knew how to do it. And when they taught me the basics, the foundation, I took it to the next level because my, I remember my father said, you ain't going to get any bigger and we won't always be there to have your back and defend you. So you need to know how to defend yourself. And that is all so true. You can still be so saved and sanctified. But stand up for yourself. Remember, in Jesus, there was a lion and a lamb. So don't allow yourself to be disrespected because you are precious. You are valuable. You are important. And you do deserve to be respected. If someone can't respect you, then they don't deserve to be in your presence. Period. With a T on the end. <laughs> Questions, comments, concerns, I'm willing and ready to hear them. Until our next conversation, cyber kisses and virtual hugs. 
And remember, be a blessing, get your blessing, and be a blessing to someone else. Talk to you soon. Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. Today, we're going to be talking about um, how we take in information, how do we process it, and here's a term that I wonder if you've ever heard. I just recently heard somebody use this. They said, you eat the fish and spit out the bones. Now, this is something that we really... Um, you know, if you go to church and the preacher is preaching on a subject that something that you've never experienced and you don't really have any information about, you shouldn't get offended or think that, you know, you can't relate. Sometimes things will go over your head or sometimes you may be, say you're in school and there may be a little bit more information than what you feel that you need. Um, from time to time, you may have a friend or someone you talk to. And sometimes people who are preachers, ministers, pastors, teachers, counselors, doctors, they're the type of people who may give you a little bit more information than what some people who are just straightforward. They just want the facts, the facts only um, more than those type of people want. And in that instance, that's when you eat the fish, meaning you take the information you need and you spit out the bones. And that just means that what does not apply to you, don't get upset with them for giving you that extra information. Don't become impatient. Just spit out the bones. Or another way to say it is that put that on the shelf. Because I'll tell you something, there are plenty of things that my mother told me as a kid that I didn't quite understand. And some things, sometimes it was just some sayings I didn't quite understand. But as I got older, here's a saying that older people say too, you understand it by and by. That just means that as you get older, some things will make more sense. You'll get more clarity about it because now you have experienced it or you've seen it for yourself. So... I like to tell people when children ask you questions, always be honest, give them age appropriate answers. And that just means that you give, don't give them more than they can chew. You know, you heard that saying too, you beat off more than you can chew. It just means that you have more than what you you have the capacity to handle or to digest. So just think about that next time someone is giving you so much information and you feel like you don't need all of what they're saying before you stop them just think about that take what you need and just leave the rest because what could happen is if you stop them because you feel like they have they're giving you too much information or they've gone down a rabbit trail or something like that some people circle back around So there may be some information between A and Z that you don't need, but then there also may be information that you you do need. So there's some things that you don't think you need, some things that you do need. But if you stop that person and you shut them down or shut them off, you can miss some very important, useful information. So take my advice. Just 
Eat the fish. Take what you need and spit out the bones. Leave what you don't need. You may need it later. You may not. That's all I have for you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. As always, make sure that you receive your blessings. And once you get your blessings, be a blessing to someone else. Cyber kisses and virtual hugs. Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. So today we're talking about New Year. And I know it's been a couple of days, a couple of weeks since the beginning of the new year, but the new year brings about a lot of different things. And just a couple of days ago was the presidential inauguration. What does the new year bring? The new year brings not just a new beginning, but it also brings the end, the end of an era, the end of a year, sometimes the end of a decade, the end of some things, some actions, some behaviors, some mindsets. And I think that's the reason why they have that song, May Old Acquaintance be forgotten they're telling you that if you had some beef or some alt or some offense leave that in that old year and don't take it to the new year with you well we don't have to wait for a new year to have a new beginning or a new start or a new mindset In fact, that's where it begins. That's where it is. It's in your mind. When you change your mind, you change your direction. And you can change the trajectory of where you're going and how you get there. Sometimes we find ourselves going through the motions when we do things that we're used to doing. You know, like... When you get up in the morning, do you find that you have a routine? There's something that you do all the time, maybe eating lunch at the same time or what you do when you get home for dinner or how you wash your clothes. You establish a pattern and this pattern is now a behavior that is unconscious behavior that you don't think about. And sometimes those things are good and they work out well for us. And then there are times when they're not so good. Like when you have a relationship, perhaps you may have had a relationship for an extensive amount of time and things have changed because let's face it, we change, we evolve. Sometimes we dissolve. We can grow together, but we can also grow apart. And we have to establish um boundaries and capacities and those things change they change with time they change with maturity they change with responsibility they change with different things that change with you you may have had a best friend that you spend all of your time with but once you become a parent you have to change your priorities and sometimes there's different seasons that we're in that attract different people 
For example, when you're in a season of struggle, you may attract like-minded people or people who are in the same situation. But once you have overcome and you're coming out of that season, you don't want to stay in that mindset. So that could mean that you have to um, end that season with that person. It doesn't mean that your relationship has to completely end, but maybe the way that you spend time with that person or how you talk to them change because you realize that your vocabulary, your mindset, and your priorities have changed. There's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. People are in our lives for reasons and seasons. And just because their season may be up now, it doesn't mean that in the future, they won't have a comeback season. I've experienced that where I was in a season with someone for a couple of years and it changed and we lost contact. But then another season came and they came back and they fit into that season. And I've been that person as well. It's okay. Just accept that. But Make sure that you do what you need to do in order to keep progressing and keep evolving and keep growing. So if your new season needs to start on today, don't worry about it being the middle of the week, the middle of the month, or the middle of the year. You don't have to wait to the beginning of the month, the beginning of the week, the beginning of the year to make the change. It starts with the beginning of a new thought. So your new beginning, your new season starts with your new mindset. I encourage you to just change your mind if you want to change your direction. You can do it. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. Sending virtual hugs and cyber kisses. And as always... Be a blessing, receive your blessings, and don't forget to bless other people. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Saturdays with Shine. Have you ever heard the saying that it takes 21 days to break a habit? or 21 days to start a new habit? Um, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, you just did. That's all well and good, but allow me to come to you from a different perspective because that's what I do. I think about things and analyze. I would have ventured to say that to change a new, to change a bad habit and start a new habit, it starts with a change of the mind. And that doesn't take any specific amount of time. So whether it's 21 days or 31 days or 41 days, if you do not have the right mindset, if you do not get your, as some people say, get your mind right, get your focus right, then you can do something repetitively for 21 days. You could do it for 32 days. You could do it for 54 days. You could do it for 365 days. But if you don't have that thing changed in your mind, if you haven't made up your mind that I'm going to do something different, I'm going to go a different direction, I'm going to start anew, 
I'm going to become something different, then it's not going to work. It starts in your mind. When you have a vision, where do you see your vision? It's in your mind first. And then you write it down and then you start acting upon it. And then little by little, you will see that vision come into fruition. You will give birth to that vision, but it does start in your mind. And that's part of why it says, as a man thinketh, so he is. So a man can think that he is his mama's baby boy and he will find himself at 55 years old being immature and, and acting as if he was a baby boy, a man child, if you will. But there has to be a transition, a change of the mind so that you can transition and change your behavior. I, that's the way I see it. That now, again, as I always say, this is all my opinion. There is nothing that I'm saying law. You can um, challenge that or you can give me your feedback. And as always, as they always say, we can talk about it. We can discuss it and we'll see where we go from there. But just try that. Just try it. It's just like if you were saying something and then um, there's a little game that we used to play where we'll tell somebody to, you know, spell their name. And in the middle of them saying their name, we would distract them with something else and they would just get thrown off every single time without fail. Doesn't that happen to us? When we're not focused, can we get distracted sometimes? Sometimes it's better for us to put our blinders on so that we can stay focused to reach our goal, reach our destination. But let me encourage you to not just keep your thoughts in your mind. There's a couple who are retired teachers and they started this um, temporary service for uh, with substitute teachers. Now it came about because the two had been teaching for 30, 40 years to the point that they were able to retire. And as much as they loved teaching, they really were looking forward to retiring. However, the school system was in a condition where they needed more help. This couple were just over some coffee thinking, you know, we should just start a substitute teaching company and get some other people in to do this because we're tired. Don't you know that that thought over time became a multi-million dollar business? So some of those things you're thinking about, and, I, and once again, I always encourage you, make sure you get some checks and balances. You need somebody to check what you're saying and balance it out and see if it makes sense. But explore those things that come to mind because everything that you think about is not frivolous. God does give us some thoughts. He does give us um, ideas of witty inventions. He said it in his word. So I encourage you to get your mind right. Focus on what, where it is you want to go and what it is you need to do. And I guarantee you, you will see it through. I do. Well, as always, thank you for tuning in to Saturdays with Sean. I'm sending you some cyber hugs and virtual kisses. Make sure that you receive at your blessings today. And as you are blessed, go out and bless somebody else. 
and we'll talk again on the next Saturdays with Shine. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and all my good friends. Welcome to another episode of Saturdays with Shine. So today we are going to talk about um, working with your team. So the reason why I am, we're talking about this topic is because sometimes we don't know who our team is. We might not put people in the proper place or in their proper position and then there are other times when people are in position they can work multiple positions because they have multiple abilities and capabilities now i do believe that we all have different talents we have those talents um, that were just god-given that we don't have to work hard it just comes natural um, we have abilities and we have capabilities. We also have experience. And then there's things that we learned. Those are all different things that go fall under different categories. Because it's possible that there is a businessman who is all business. They do accounting. They wear their um, business suits and they carry their briefcase and they work their nine to five and they're adding numbers with their calculators and they're all straight business and barely smile. But then that same guy could be very creative and perhaps he's writing plays on the side and that's how he gets his creativity out. You should never judge a book by the by the cover because you don't know. Look at the cover, but also open up the pages and start reading them. And don't just skim through because sometimes some of us get information by skimming. We may not want to read the entire article, but there are some times when you have to eat the whole roll. <laughs> I know my Bible scholars understand that, but if you don't, don't worry about it. It's okay. So to that effect, when you're choosing your team, allow each person to play their position. Sometimes the positions could be interchangeable, but be careful when you do that and make sure that there is clear communication, not just communication, clear communication. Clear communication leaves the person able to um, conduct themselves or execute the plan without questions or without any gray areas. They know exactly what to do. They know the result that they want and they know how to get there. So let's just be very careful and, and mindful. A lot of people like to use that word mindful. It's really good. Be mindful of how you treat your team. Because if I am on your team, I am okay to play whatever position I need to play. And if it's a need or there's a skill level that I do not possess, I'll let you know that is I don't have the capacity to do that or I'm not a part of that committee. I can't work that part. But I am a person who will sacrifice for the good of the team. If this is the assignment, this is what we need to get done. All right. That's not exactly what I had um, in mind, it wasn't my plan or I didn't sign up for that part, but I'll do it. But I do like to 
feel appreciated. Everyone has a different love language. Some people like to be affirmed. Some people you just need to pay them. You don't have to tell them if it was good, bad, they're indifferent. They just want their money. And then there's other people who will do things for you and you don't necessarily have to pay them, but you at least need to acknowledge them and um, appreciate them. Otherwise, you may have a hard time getting that out of them again. So when you're working on a team, that means that you're all together. You don't look at someone differently. And, you know, word to the wise, the weakest link, that's the one that you need to build up. You need to protect. You need to cover because you're as strong as your weakest link. You may disagree, but that's your opinion. Like I said, we could talk about it. We could talk about it um, in a mature way. Well, we can agree to disagree. We could debate whatever you need to do. We can do that. We could discuss it um, because that's what, what it's about. Um, you don't have to agree with everything that I say, and I don't have to agree with everything you say. But we can have an adult conversation where you can can provide your point of view, and I can provide my point of view, and then we can go and eat lunch together after that. No hard feelings. That's the type of person I am. So we just have to be careful um, in how we treat our team because sometimes in certain communities sometimes you'll find teammates or team members fighting amongst each other and when it happens i think that it kills the whole mission and vision you're no longer you have just broken up the team for what reason most of the time it's because you're focusing on yourself and you have gotten inside yourself the enemy has got in the you in the me in uh, me the enemy is inside of you because now you have seen past the point and you have overlooked the fact that this person is a part of your team which means you should be working together now and whenever the team turns on one another that's the beginning of the downfall or the end so for a successful situation there needs to be clear communication you need to have um, focus you need to be selfless if you are going to be goal oriented be that be that be goal oriented it's not about your feelings all the time sometimes it is but when it's a team effort it is not about one person how they feel if they're comfortable play to your strengths and if something is your weakness politely excuse yourself and allow someone else who is strong in that area to take over. And all that takes is communication, communication, but not just communication, clear communication. And please be mindful, be careful of the delivery, because if you say something with an ugly tone or undertone, that will be perceived and it will be taken in and things will get, um, it could get distorted. It could get misunderstood. Um, a lot can come from that. And if you think you can't do it, because that is a skill you must master. And if you don't have that ability, you need to take a break, take a time out until you can and allow someone else to do it. I really respect 
the way I've seen a couple of people handle um, some serious some situations in a great way. And one of the Pace sisters, I love how she handled Tamar Braxton. She put her in a place without getting out of character. I like how Michael Jackson corrected some of his musicians. He corrected it in love. I like how Vivica Fox told um, her designer, who really she should have just fired her on the spot because she had a terrible attitude, but she handled it so professionally and so humbly and so diplomatically. Um, there's another... Um, I, I, I'm not going to just you know keep naming out people, but... But there's certain people that handle those type of situations well. Now, there's a person that I lost some respect for because they all, you know, they're great and they get at starting businesses, but the attitude and the ego is too much. And that was Candy Burris. The way she went off on her, um, her employees was not cool. And it definitely made me lose a lot of respect for her. So... I don't necessarily to the point where I was a supporter and now I'm not because the way you treat the person that you think is the least of you, it shows a lot about your character or lack thereof. So just be very careful of the way that you treat someone because the Bible does tell us that we could be entertaining angels unaware and you don't know if you are or not. The other part of that one is that you have to be careful because if you touch some someone who is an anointed vessel the wrong way um then you will be subject to the consequences of that behavior may not be today it may not be tomorrow it may not be in the same way but it's coming because god is a defender of his friends so be very, very careful of decisions that you make because, yes, you plant the seed and you can try to water it, but it's only God who gives the increase. He doesn't have to increase you all the time. He doesn't. You can keep planting seeds, planting seeds, keep watering them and wondering why they aren't growing. Well, you need to make it right. You have done something to someone. You've offended them. You've hurt them. You disrespected them something and you planted a seed. And so your harvest is stagnated, stuck, and it will not flourish because you need to make it right. We're not perfect, but do your best to do right by people and the increase will come. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you learned some things. Um, and I hope that you have fun today. So, um, I will speak to you on the next time. I'm sending you, um, cyber hugs and virtual kisses or cyber kisses and virtual hugs. But I don't know. But thank you so much for tuning in with, on Saturdays with Shine. And make sure that you are blessed today. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. And as you get your blessings, bless someone else. So be blessed to be a blessing. See you next time on Saturdays with Shine. Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Shine. So today we're going to just talk about um, self-pride. Yes, self-pride. You know, society would have people to believe that there is nothing to be proud about the black woman. And it's not just from communities that are not 
black or even if you want to call yourself african-american but it's from black people as well some of them you know even black women and so i am so happy and i'm so proud that my mother raised me to be happy with who i am and proud of who i am what i look like and to have peace within that i love how india Ari says that she loves herself she is happy with herself because she is a queen i love that i feel so sad for the people who discredit and devalue black women and for the ones that are black women who devalue themselves and they try to be something that they're not you will never be as powerful or, or as impactful as you can be if you do not accept the totality of who you are from your hair your skin your skin tone how you talk if you are pretending so you can fit in if you are faking it till you make it you are not going to be impactful because we have discernment and we can feel when you are being true and authentic and real and no one wants to listen to someone who is shallow and who has no depth and who is not authentic in their original natural self that's just the truth people will laugh at you or laugh with you but they will also laugh at you and you don't know this but they do i have personally seen some people who they act a in certain two way miles, take exit 71 Sorry. for us 21 i have personally seen people who pretend to be someone else or um they put they have a different persona when other people are around. But I notice how those people, I watch um, other forms of communication, not just what you say, but how you say it, your body language and gestures. I pay attention to all of that. And I've seen people look at these folks a certain way and they think that they're getting over and they're getting by and they're fitting in, but they know they're playing along with you the same way you're playing with them. Believe me, I'm telling you the whole truth. And they don't respect you because they see that you don't respect yourself, who you truly are, who you really are. You're so busy trying to change yourself to be a chameleon, to fit in to their standards or their photo. And that's not what they're looking for. They're not looking for you to be a chameleon or a copycat. But you think that's what you need to do to get ahead or to fit in. That's really sad. But people do that. And it's not respectful or respectable. Believe me when I tell you that your true person and your persona, they're going to collide some way, sometime, somewhere. And you will probably feel exposed, but that is exactly what you need to do. You need to be exposed so that you can come clean and then become real and be authentic. You're not hurting anyone but yourself. You could lose some relationships and lose some respect, but you definitely lose yourself pretending that you're something that you're not. So I just want to say 
to all of the black women you are valuable you are perfectly made exactly how you are from your hair your skin your lips your shape your form your figure you are phenomenal Maya Angelou said that she wrote it in her poem phenomenal woman phenomenally and I want you to know that we make history we change things we birth new looks new fashions new um, cultures we are creative be proud be happy for who you are say it loud i'm a black woman and i'm proud i know that's not what um the original words of what um, james brown said but that's how i'm gonna put it i'm a black woman and i'm proud to be i'm so proud of stacy abrams i'm proud of kamala Harris. I'm proud of Abertina King, Martin Luther King's mother. I'm proud of Coretta Scott King. I'm proud of Betty Shabazz. I'm proud of Oprah Winfrey, India Irie, Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight, the Clark, Maddie Moss Clark, and the Clark sisters and the Sheard family. I am so proud to be among such great women and I to be able to um, say that I'm a black woman just like them. I don't know about you, but I'm proud. And I'm so sorry to the black men who think that in order to um, exude or look like you made it, you need to turn your back or turn away from the black women. I'm so sorry. But I thank you, Denzel Washington, for loving us and for having you a beautiful black woman on your arm. Thank you to um, Mr. Courtney Vance for having a beautiful black wife. Y'all are still and, and LL Cool J, thank you to you all for not leaving us behind and putting us aside. Thank you. I appreciate you. Like Angela, um, Stone, Angie Stone said, I love you and I'm proud of you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Shine. Hope you had uh, an awakening today. Some sending. Um, virtual hugs and cyber kisses and as always be blessed and after you get your blessings bless someone else I love you I'll talk to you again on the next Saturdays with Sean hello 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean this is just a check-in day. This is check-in with um, with you. Let's check in with one another. So how are you feeling? How is the new year treating you so far? Sometimes we have expectations of a new year, new beginning. And that is absolutely possible. But don't forget that you have to tie up those loose ends of before you start a new beginning, before you start something new, you have to end the old. You have to finish what you started. If you still have unfinished business from 2020, then though there is a new year, 2021, you still need to finish taking care of what it is you started. You need to finish what you started. You need to end that project you need to stop whatever it is you started and then you can start anew. Then you can move on. You don't want to have a lot of 
incomplete projects and things that are unanswered just waiting for an answer make sure that you have closure and sometimes we may go through things and we may have some hurts and some disappointments and some unexplained things some phenomenons and it could be from people who have left because they moved on or they're no longer here on this earth they're not in this body we're not in touch with them we're not connected with them and they could leave us in a place where we feel like we're in limbo where you can't move forward or backwards and you're standing still because you feel like you need closure well allow me to give you permission to obtain closure without reconnecting yes you can do that you could get closure from a situation from a hurt from a trauma from an upset without reconnecting or facing that person how can you do that well let's write it down write down if someone has hurt you if they have offended you if they have disappointed you, if they made you angry and you're holding on to it, which means that you haven't forgiven them, write it down on a piece of paper. So if there's one person and they've done several things to you, allow yourself to think about it. So what you want to do, I'll give you a few key steps. Get yourself a pen and paper. Go somewhere where you can be alone and not disturbed. Close your eyes and go back. Go back to that place. Allow yourself to feel how you feel. If it is hurt, be sit in that. If it is anger, sit in that. If it's sadness, sit in that. Allow yourself to go all the way back to where you feel that. But don't go too far because this could be dangerous if you are alone. I would suggest making sure that you're with someone who will support you like a counselor or a therapist if you go too far. But this is just to relieve yourself of some burdens and some things you're carrying. So close your eyes and go back to that. Name that person. Write their name on the paper. And you can write everything that you're holding against them. Things that could cause a barrier of communication. What I mean by that is that it stops you from communicating with that person because you remember how they betrayed your trust. You remember how they misused you. You remember how they shared some important information that when you were in a vulnerable place, so you no longer want to be in that place again with them because you can't trust them. Write it down. After you do that, Allow yourself to feel how you feel. If you need to yell, scream, cry, whatever you need to do, do that. Then get that paper and you're going to have a bonfire. Because maybe you may have a couple of pieces of paper. You may have a whole book. Whatever you have, feel no shame or, or blame in what you have. This is all about cleansing and being free. Burn it. Burn the evidence, the residue of those things. And what this does is this exercise allows you to be free of that energy. You let it go and you burn it up. It's gone. You don't keep it because then you still have it. Let it go and receive the end. Receive your closure. 
free yourself of this negative energy, this negative in this um, negative feeling, this weight, this burden, and allow yourself to be free. Forgive yourself too, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes we could be hard on ourselves and we hold ourselves hostage and captured by mistakes or bad decisions that we made. We learn as we go. When we know better, we do better. But you made the best decision with the information you had at that time. Now that you know better and you have more information and more wisdom, you will make a better choice, a different choice. But allow yourself the forgiveness, the leeway, or um, just allow yourself to be okay. It's okay that this wasn't a good decision. You learned from it. And now that is a bought lesson because you paid for it. You don't need to punish yourself or buy it again. I hope this helps you so that you can sleep better, release some of the tension in your shoulders, release some of the pressure on your eyes, and relieve you from thinking about this thing because now you've taken it out of your mind and you've transferred that energy onto paper and then you destroyed it. It's gone now and you're free. Walk in that freedom. Don't go back and get it. You can't. It's burnt. It's gone. So it's become another part of the element in the earth. Allow the universe to give you a healing energy. Just receive it. Sit in that place of it's gone. Allow yourself to uh, process that you no longer have that. You no longer have that hurt. You no longer have that disappointment. You no longer have that fear. You no longer have that rejection. You don't have it. That is all good. And what they did is, is gone. It doesn't mean you have to let them back in your life. It doesn't mean you have to allow them the opportunity to do that again. It's gone. It's gone with them. So send it out. Send it up. Send it away. And let's be free to be successful, to be happy, to be stress-free, to sleep peacefully in 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in to this segment of, segment of Saturdays with Sean. My prayer is that you be free, be blessed, receive all the blessings that come to you. And as you are blessed, bless somebody else. Cyber hugs and sweet kisses. We'll talk again on the next Saturdays with Sean. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Hello, 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 and welcome to Saturdays with Shine. Thank you for tuning in to another segment. Today we're talking about um, gifts. Someone asked me today about um, gifts, about giving, um, helping people, and how do I feel about that? And I told them, I said, you know, I have the gift of helps, so it's easy for me. Like, it goes with the natural rhythm of my body. Does that make sense? your rhythm so your rhythm is to me um because this is all my opinion and nothing that i'm saying at all <laughs> to quote the great beautiful talented indiare 
Um, when I say things are your natural rhythm, like it just, it's just how you are without um, effort. The way you operate, your unconscious movement. Are you that type of person that if you see someone in need and you have the ability to meet that need, you do? Or are you that person that's, you know, you walk away, you turn a blind eye? Are you the person that if you see someone falling, you may reach to try to catch them, even if you can't or you know that you can't have you ever been driving in the car and you have to hit your brakes and you have a passenger do you reach over do you put your arm across them so that you can protect them knowing that your arm is not going to stop them yeah some of us do that and we don't take a second thought when we do it and it's just your rhythm It's just like if you are in a store and they start playing your favorite song or a song that just has a a good beat, you naturally start moving. That's what I'm talking about, your rhythm, you know, just the rhythm, just the way you do things, the way you operate, the way you move, how you groove, the way you flow, and you don't have to think about it. So I think those things are gifts um because it was given to you you didn't have to work hard for it and you don't have to do anything to cultivate it what are your gifts what's your natural rhythm are they two different things are they the same thing well i like to hear what you have to say remember this is a dialogue not a monologue right that's it that's all it's not going to be a long one. Just just a little thought that went flying through. I thought I'd share with you all. So, once again, thank you for tuning in to Saturdays with Sean. And as always, be blessed. Get all the blessings that you can. And then share. Bless someone else. So, talk to you soon. I'm sending out. Cyber hugs and sweet kisses. Good night. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Saturdays with Shine. And today we're talking about understanding life and not from um, a way of just, you know, just randomness or just anything or or just our average life or average every day but have you ever heard the term that life is lived forward but understood backwards it's basically saying that you live day to day or moment by moment some people just have to do second by second i personally say i when i'm i was in a certain situation um you know when i was in um a workplace that was violent and experiencing workplace violence it was a hostile environment I had to live prayer by prayer because that moment by moment or day by day I didn't know if I was gonna make it another day but we what it said is that we live those moment by moments but then you understand it when you look back so 
hindsight. Some people may say hindsight. Um, they say hindsight is 2020 because you didn't see it when you were in it. And sometimes you don't see things that you're in because you're just trying to survive. Like I did not realize, I knew I was in a toxic environment and I knew that things were, um, people were doing things against me and they were hurting me um, physically, emotionally, mentally, and psychologically. Um, but I didn't see just how much it was affecting me until I got out of it. Have you ever found yourself in that type of situation? And it was because I was so busy just trying to survive, just trying to make it through another day. But I later saw how it affected my health. It affected my life, my relationships. It affected everything. And to the point where I am still recovering. Um, stress really is a factor of people surviving things and not surviving. I truly believe that if you are healthy, and I know this to be because I actually did have the coronavirus, but stress, if you have stress factors, it can be the deciding, um, it, it could be the, de make the deciding factor of if you survive, you get through it, or you don't. It could be. Of course, there's other things that are that will come into play, but stress definitely can take somebody out that looks healthy or looks happy. So sometimes we go through things that we feel like, man, it just took everything out of me. It just took something out of me. And believe it or not, we can go through some traumas that just takes away from who we are. It does. We do lose some things. We may lose a part of ourselves. You know, if you ex have ever experienced a death in, of a loved one, a part of you dies with them because who you are with them, who you are when they are around, who you are because of them is no longer. So I just thought that that was a very significant term. But let me encourage you by telling you that what we go through is never going to be wasted. Not with God. It's never going to be wasted. Even those things that you had to work through and go through, you didn't understand why it was happening. You didn't understand why you went on this path. You don't understand until you get to the end of your journey and you see the full picture. And then you'll say, I get it. I understand why I had to take what we thought were detours. Because I know for me, I had a plan. I had a plan. I had a plan. I wrote the vision and made it plain. But there was what seemed to be so many detours and so many things that I had to overcome, go around and get through. It was like an obstacle course, like roadblocks after roadblocks. But it wasn't for my breaking. Now, some people did, you know, set some things up and they were, and it was to try to destroy me, but it was building me because, you know, everything works together, works um, together. It works good when you're in Christ. So that was the deciding factor. And so every time somebody hurt me, they hurt my feelings, they disappointed me. Those tears were captured. That disappointment was captured. And it was captured and held in this bottle, but not to destroy me, but to help me to help you. Because I can't tell you about something that I've never been through, going through or surviving through. It's just, I could tell you textbook information, but it's not the same. 
because we have things we go through, but there's more to it than that. There's some emotions involved. There's some, some thought processes. There's some behaviors. And how do you know except you have actually gone through those things and experienced them yourself? Everything, every person is not going to be alike. But I think that there will, I, I think that when you can understand or empathize with them. You can put yourself in their shoes. Like you have some degree of understanding of what someone's going through. It helps you to help them or it helps you to just understand or it helps you to give them more grace or it helps, them, helps you to give them the help or the support that they need. And I am a person who gives people what I didn't have. Some people give what they were given. However, when you know better, you should do better. But there's some of us that just because I suffer doesn't mean I want you to suffer. I absolutely do not. I told someone the other day that these things that we saw in 2020 um, with people being killed um, right in front of our eyes, we were never, this generation was never supposed to see that. We were never supposed to experience these things because the civil rights movement started so long ago before I was even born that I should not have seen these fights taking place and I shouldn't be a part of it. But because we are so slow to progress and change um, and there's so much malice and so much and it's not as much care and concern as it should be, here we are experiencing some things that our ancestors and our forefathers went through. But we have a different mindset. So when people say things that are disrespectful, you know, to this new generation, they find themselves on the other end of a fist. Whereas, you know, Martin Luther King led the nonviolent. This generation is not about their life. If you say something the wrong way, you may get some hands. And that's just how it is. Right or wrong, good or bad or different, hey, I get it. So, that's just a thought. Just wondering if you had ever heard that and if you understood it. Feel free to comment and um, share your thoughts. Again, this is a dialogue, a conversation, not just a monologue. Thank you for tuning in to Saturdays with Sean. And don't forget to be blessed and be a blessing. And I heard something the other day I thought was really sweet, and I'm going to share it. I'm sending out cyber hugs and sweet kisses. Have a great day. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Saturdays with Sean, and thank you for listening. Have you ever heard the term... Go where you are appreciated, not where you're tolerated. You haven't, well, now you just have. And for those of you who have heard, then well, good. What does that mean to you? Basically, what that means is that go where people um, appreciate you and where they love you, where they respect you, where they value you. Have you ever seen this show called Cheers? If you haven't, look it up. Go to YouTube. You don't have to actually watch the show, but listen to the theme song. 
man that thing song it has so much truth in it and it is just it's just a great song he says you want to go where people know your name you want to go where um I want to go where I can see where troubles are all the same. I want to go where everybody knows my name. Um, and it's not necessarily you want to go where the troubles are the same, but you want to go where people um, are happy to see you. They're glad to see you. There's genuine care, love, and concern for you. Um, in that show, one thing that's very is funny is that there's a guy named Norm. I guess his name may be Norman, but whenever he walks into the bar, the whole bar says, Norm! <laughs> you know, they, and it's, it's just so funny, and I think that's cool because um, it's not like he had a lot of money or he had this great job. I really don't know what Norm did, to be honest with you. Um, it's one of those old shows that comes on really late at night. So, you know, when you're suffering from insomnia, you see those things. Um, but it was really endearing because uh, the people that work there and the, you know, the main characters that came, they were like family and they cared about one another. And they had, you know, good conversations about life and maybe not so much, but there was such you know, a care that I think we've gotten away from, you know, people are about self now. They are, you know, focusing on self, self self-reliant and that has its place. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it's the using of one another and it is the, um, belittling and devaluing and a dehumanizing that makes it hard. You know, it's the, it's okay if you need someone for something, but can you just be upfront about it? Be honest, be kind because they have feelings too. You know, we have certain gifts and talents that other people can benefit from, but no one wants to be used and misused. That's not a good feeling. And no one wants to be mistreated or disrespected. That's just the long and short of it. And I think that's where that saying, treat people like you want to be treated, came from. However, I work with some people in the mental health industry that used to say, you don't say that because you don't know how people feel. And I I just, (laughs) to each his own. But for me and my family, we would say treat people with kindness and consideration because that's how you want to be treated. And I often think about that sometimes, you know, and I have been told that I'm very patient and, and people say that I'm kind and or sweet or loving, whatever the case may be. But I think it's just about not just home training, but my thought process, how I think about. Because first of all, human beings, animals should not be treated better than human beings. But here in, in the 2000s, that happens. People have beat up even kill taking the life of someone out on the street. We saw what happened with George Floyd. But he's not the only one. Breonna Taylor, who right now in 2021, January, she's still, there has been no justice for her murder. But animals, Mike Vick, he is, if you don't know who he is, he was a football player for the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons. He wasn't even at his house. He wasn't even at the place where they were doing dog fights. 
and he was he was prosecuted he went to trial he had to pay for fighting dogs or mistreating dogs i don't know if any of the dogs were killed they were fighting but these people were killed they were murdered and there's many 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 more and with brianna taylor she was minding her business just sleeping in her own bed in her own home murdered no justice what kind of world are we living in where there's more value in an animal than it is in a human being i am completely perplexed by that but let's not go down that rabbit trail let's just stick to staying where you are celebrated not tolerated if you feel like someone doesn't want to be bothered with you don't hang around if people are ignoring you don't hang around if people are not valuing you don't hang around if you're at a job that's not paying you what you're worth which that's probably hard to do anyway but if they're not paying you enough don't hang around remember ladies and gentlemen you have options you have choices use them exercise them take a risk is it scary absolutely but will it be worth it absolutely because you deserve to be treated with dignity and respect at all times it doesn't matter if you're male female it doesn't matter what your religion is it doesn't matter what your race is it does not matter you just the fact that you are a human being that demands you being treated with dignity and respect is written saying the constitution your civil rights so if someone refuses to pay you that respect then you shouldn't pay them any mind just don't be around them simple as that walk away will it hurt it may it may break your heart it may hurt your feelings but just keep walking and i'm sure you're going to walk right into someone who will appreciate you who will respect you who will value you who will be happy that you are around it does my heart so good when i see little children because little kids have you ever seen a child just be excited to see their mom they just saw her a minute ago but every time they see her they just excited or their father they're just so excited how would you feel if that was your greeting every time you walked in a room or you went to see someone would it make you feel invincible unstoppable unstoppable that's what you should do so let me know your thoughts you can even tell me your experience have you been that person who has disrespected someone we all make mistakes it's not too late to make it better it's a new year new start you can always start a new start not just at the beginning of the year at the beginning of the second at the beginning of the moment at the beginning of the week at the beginning of a thought that's all it takes so let's talk about it and let's discuss it thank you for tuning in to Saturdays with Sean I'll talk to you again next time as always 
Be blessed and be a blessing.